I'm Syra, a psychologist and a human rights advocate. Welcome to the podcast on recovery from coercive control, a podcast that tries to unpack how coercive control impacts mental health, what psychology can teach us about recovery, and how to promote recovery and healing to build a hopeful future. So after crisis, it's quite usual for people to have their beliefs and their emotions and their thoughts. Everything seems like a big ball of distress and everything's spilling out and it can be hard to make sense of what's happening for us inside internally. So there's one tool that I use a lot in my therapeutic work and I think it's helpful for many reasons. But the most important reason is that it does change the neurological pathways in the brain to help us gain more control over where our brain takes us. And if we have more control over where our brain takes us, then we have an, a better ability to self-regulate. And there's a lot of talk at the moment about probably this tool, and I know you've heard of it before, but I'm going to talk a bit about it now and why I think it's a good idea to bring it into your recovery. And that tool is mindfulness. So I'm going to explain why I think it's helpful in recovery from a psychological perspective so that after you listen to this, hopefully you'll give it a go and see how it works for you. So I'd like to say from the beginning that with a word of caution, that as with every tool we have in the toolkit for recovery, this doesn't work for everybody. So if you are feeling worse after it, there's probably very good reasons to not do it. And I think people know themselves and what works intuitively. So do trust your judgment. But I also say that mindfulness is not meant to be relaxation. So you might feel relaxed after some of these practices, and that's great if that happens. But it is not the purpose of a mindfulness practice. Some discomfort and difficulty is expected because it is work in changing the neurological pathways and working on that attentional system. So do keep that, bear that in mind when you're trying to decide if this is something that's going to work for you or not, that some discomfort, difficulty, that's to be expected. But if you're feeling much worse, then maybe, maybe not try it. So what is mindfulness? Let me just start with that just to remind ourselves why it's so important and what it is. It's about coming into the present. So being present in what's actually happening around us. Often in our lives as humans, we're often thinking about what's happened before, what's about to happen. We're an autopilot. We're not really paying attention to what's happening in our environment our brain is quite good at taking us all over the place. And if we've had difficult, painful experiences, that's understandably going to occupy a lot of our headspace. And people who struggle often talk about ruminating or people thinking about experiences or thinking about things that may happen and trying to make sense of what's happened or trying to plan for what may happen. And then when we are in that headspace, we can become stuck because we're not actually paying attention to what's going on in our lives. So not only can that prevent us from functioning to our utmost, but it can also start getting in the way of moving towards goals and feeling good about ourselves. So after crisis, some ruminating is probably helpful because it's about making sense and trying to understand what happened. 
but the ruminations that continue or that you can't unglue from or emotions that we can't detach from a bit that we become entangled in, we can become very past oriented and not present and future oriented. What I like to say is that mindfulness can help us bring that space in from the painful past to the present. So not only can mindfulness give us that mental space from the past, it can also help us in our relationships and how we communicate. Because if we've been through a lot of difficulty in our relationships, we might have stronger emotions and reactions um, to what's going on around us. We might find it hard to express ourselves because we're feeling quite emotional because of something that's happened. And, and this might be all normal about given what you've been through, but it can get in the way of building supportive and meaningful relationships that we need in recovery. And what happens with regular mindfulness practice is when we're in these interactions socially, there might be a bit more thinking space. So when there's thinking space, then it's easier to make choices about how you want to react. And when we are making those choices consciously, we feel better about ourselves. We feel more confident. We feel more empowered. And when we're feeling more confident and better about ourselves, people are drawn to us because we seem more settled and we can think more clearly. It becomes a virtuous cycle then. So those supportive relationships become easier to build. So just say mindfulness does need a regular practice and commitment. So it is work and it's not something that's easy, but I do think it's worth the trouble. Also, just to say, there's a fantastic researcher called Amisha Jha, and she explains how mindfulness works as a tool to improve the brain's attentional system. So Amisha is a neuroscientist and a psychologist who's done years of research on the brain. So I'm hopefully going to talk a bit about this so that I can convince you about why mindfulness is so important. Because what that attentional system in our brain does is it helps us notice, select, and manage our brain's resources to function. And this can help us then to help us reach our goals. So if we have that attentional system working well, we can choose where we direct our attention and where we direct our attention then becomes heightened. And this can help us in our recovery because then if we have distressing thoughts or painful emotions, we can change the direction of our attention somewhere else. And when we change our direction to somewhere else, then we can choose what we want to do. It can improve our functioning. We can try and move towards our goals rather than become stuck. So she breaks down the brain's attentional system into three parts. There's this orienting system, and this is a flashlight. She describes it about where our attention is placed. There's the alerting system and the executive system. And what she says is that, which I think makes a lot of sense, is that when we are under threat or under stress or have a low mood, we have a diminished attentional system. We lose our capacity then to shift our attention. So the flip side of that is this regular mindfulness practice makes it stronger. And over time, it makes us more resilient and less vulnerable because we have that improved ability within us internally to move our 
thoughts and attention away from things that are difficult. The other thing I think is really interesting with this research is that a lot of the people I worked with who have post-traumatic stress have heightened arousal systems. And I've noticed that with regular mindfulness practice, it helps reduce their reactivity and lowers their arousal levels over time. And I think this links well to this alerting system because the alerting system with attention is always has us ready for threat. So this is a really good way to try and bring down that heightened alerting system with regular practice. Um, it really changes the relationship that we have to ourselves in our inner world. And I'd really recommend um, giving it a go. So I have done some mindfulness practices that I'm linking on to this um, episode. And what I would encourage people to do is start with the shorter practices and bring them in just even a few times a week. It can be really hard to break the pattern of our lives and bring these practices in. But again, I do think it's worth the trouble. So the ones that I think are really good are the body scans, because I think it helps us connect more to our body and what might be happening. Uh, and the three-minute breathing, that's an easy one that can be brought in because it's quite short. So I'd recommend starting with those. If the ones that I've put on don't resonate or you feel like you just need to try something different. That's, you know, please do go out and find the one that works for you. I do like the Oxford Mindfulness Center on YouTube. They have free mindfulness practice videos. I think those are very good. I know some people prefer Calm or Headspace. So do look into those as well. And finally, I'd say for some people that focus with sitting and meditating can be quite overwhelming because the internally there's way too much going on. So if that's the case for you, I'd recommend a mindfulness practice that focus on things outside the body, outside of yourself. So that can be going for a walk and paying attention to what's happening around you or when you're cleaning your home, bringing your mind to the activity you're doing rather than allowing your mind to drift off into the past or into the future. Every time your mind is going to wander during these practices, that's what's expected. That's what happens with minds. And the work with mindfulness is when you notice your mind drifting is to bring it back to the present and to the practice. That's where the work is. So every time you bring your mind back to the practice, it's the equivalent of like lifting a weight at the gym. So that's where that little neurological change comes on every time you that that happens. So do give it a go. Um, look into different practices. There's lots of resources out there for mindfulness. The ones that I've recorded are trauma sensitive. Um, but again, trust yourself and what works for you. I hope this podcast has been helpful in your journey to understanding what has happened to you and provided some new insights and perhaps hopefully even helped you feel less alone. 
I would love any feedback, helpful suggestions, or ideas on what you would like to hear more about. So please do get in touch with me at drsyracon at protonmail.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to hearing from you.